child. All right. Um, so <laughs> the hills came back tonight and, uh, I would do some fancy schmancy intro, but this is it. So let's just, let's just get right into it. So The Hill starts off, The Hill's New Beginnings, of course, starts off, and it shows this three-minute trailer that started it off, uh, or that came out earlier today. So MTV finally wants to do proper promo for the show the day it comes on, whatever. And so it, it has a trailer of everybody, of the girls putting on their makeup because they're getting ready for a party, which ends up being Stephanie's welcome home party we'll get to in a second and they just talk about how Hollywood you can get really locked up or trapped up in in looks and all these things that don't matter which is LOL worthy to me that Heidi even said something considering she is nothing but brand name and fancy this and everything else and then there's this kind of weird montage of everybody putting on their lip gloss. So we see Audrina putting on her makeup and her her lip gloss, and we see Misha Barton, and we see uh, Heidi all putting on their makeup. Then it kind of cuts to what we can expect for the season. And then we go to Audrina. Audrina has moved into this new house after living with her parents uh, with her little girl, Kira, who is about to turn three years old at this time. She has divorced from Corey, if you remember. We saw and met him during season three. And then she had her own show on VH1 for a short bit, and there was kind of some turmoil there. I guess they had been dating on and off. She cut everybody um, out of her life and just really tried to focus on that relationship they had sex as two people in love do she got pregnant she thought the right thing to do was to marry him and that ended up being the wrong thing to do so they're in this new house after she's lived with her parents is going through this kind of custody thing with their daughter and Heidi and Whitney show up we see Whitney kind of show up first she talks about where she's been when she was living in New York for the city she met her now husband Timmy who was a producer for the city when she was in New York they got married moved back to California they have this adorable little boy named Sonny uh, he's just the cutest and now she's living her life here in California with her husband and Heidi as we all know is still with Spencer you know gotta give it to him they held on for a while and have a son named Gunner who is super adorable. So Heidi rolls up. They do this kind of slow-mo of Heidi walking in and she's wearing like this shiny pink thing. She's still got this Barbie looking hair and I don't use Barbie as a compliment. I use Barbie as like whatever hair they use to build Barbie is the same type of extensions that Heidi has. So they come in, she comes in, she has champagne, she pops open a bottle of champagne, and that's that's kind of christening Audrina's house. So then we also kind of get introduced to 
oh, they also have this new setup now with the Hills. It's they have talking heads or they have like interviews and stuff. So instead of instead of us seeing just having somebody narrate and them telling the story, it is more or less of them kind of giving interviews and in in between. So that's kind of the new thing with the Hills so far. All right. So then we get to Caitlin and Brody. Caitlin is Brody's wife. And, well, they start to, they want to catch up with, with Brody and what he's been doing. And so he talks about how he got married to, to Caitlin, how he's DJing. And then he talks about his parent, Caitlin Jenner. Um, again, I try, I, I know that on the show Brody uses dad. I want to kind of respect the what Brody says is what Brody says. It's between it's between him and and Caitlin, and how he addresses her as a parent. I just want to be respectful as someone trying to be the best ally as possible. So I'm just going to say parent because I feel like that's the best. That's kind of that equal librium or or that kind of equal playing field when talking about. I'm talking about Caitlyn Jenner in relation to, in relation to Brody. Um, anyway, so we get to, we get to Brody and he kind of just talks about how like all this stuff has been happening since he has been back and, or since he's been away. So of course, again, we're going to get this catch up of what's been going on with them. They are talking and they have this argument and they being Caitlin and uh, Caitlin and Brody because Brody's out. He's a DJ, so he works at night and Caitlin's not or Caitlin's upset because when he comes home, he's not home at two o'clock. Like he says, it's more maybe later. And so she's really upset about the fact that he's not home. He ended up sleeping in a truck. This just does not sound good when introducing a marriage to everybody, but that's neither here nor there. But let me let me take let me take a little step back because I'm I'm forgetting things. So we pan to Heidi and uh, I'm not telling this in order, by the way, because I'm literally I've literally watched the show and I. I'm just jumping in on, I'm jumping on this podcast. So y'all forgive me. I had to watch it on a stream. I don't have DVR. Gotta wait till it comes back on. Blah, blah, blah. But I wanted to get my feelings out now. So I'm sorry. This is not exactly in order. Um, We are going to, back to Spencer and Heidi. They are, they're showing them living this kind of quote unquote extravagant life. But we all know that Spencer and Heidi don't have any money. Spencer and Heidi barely have money. They don't have as much money as they had when they were on the hills because they spent it all being silly and crazy and trying to fund this pop career that didn't pick, didn't kick off for Heidi. So they stay in Spencer's parents' house um, there's wine glasses that say Pratt Daddy and then Mrs. Pratt. And within the first few minutes of the show, we hear that we hear Heidi say that it is it is an honor to be married to Spencer Pratt, which girl, you got high hopes, high apple pie and the sky hopes, you know, whatever works for you works for you. Um, 
So anyway, so they're talking and they're and Heidi is giving an ultimatum, not an ultimatum, but Heidi is basically telling Spencer that, you know, he can go out for guys night, but he needs to be home by 12 because when he, if he comes back home later, it'll wake up the dogs, it'll wake up Gunner. And I'm just kind of like, I don't understand why super grown folks have curfews, but I'm not married. So there's that. But Spencer is planning a night out with Brody and with Frankie. We find out that Frankie has kind of built up like kind of his empire and opening up clubs and stuff. So good to know because I never knew what Frankie did while on the hills. So it's good to know that we know what he does now, which is opening up clubs and third parties and more power to you. Like I, I don't have any issue with it. They've got he's got two beautiful kids from what I've seen on Instagram uh, when I see his kids and got a, has a very beautiful wife named Jennifer, I believe. So anyway, so they're out, they're talking and it comes up that Frankie nor Spencer were at Brody's wedding in Indonesia, which is kind of a shock uh, that Frankie wasn't there. I don't think anybody's too shocked about Spencer considering how things left off. But they're talking about it, and Brody's like, look, it wasn't your wedding. It wasn't about you. It was about me. And Frankie doesn't really say much. You can kind of tell he was a little hurt by it, but Spencer kind of just keeps poking at it because it's what Spencer does. And then he tells in his interview, like, he doesn't hold he doesn't hold grudges. And Spencer's like, just kidding. Of course I hold grudges, so this is going to be fine. Great. Spencer hasn't changed. You know, it's also very evident before I keep going that the only person that hasn't changed in this is Spencer and Heidi, but that's a shock to no one. Um, sorry. So as we continue going back to Caitlin and Brody, they kind of, I guess like Caitlin was upset and she was acting kind of in his words, she was acting psycho. I don't really like when in general, I don't like when men say that women are acting psycho because they were upset about something and they don't feel like it's not a big deal. Well, it's not a big deal to you. It's a big deal to me. So, and it wasn't a big deal to you, Brody, but it was a big deal to Caitlin. So maybe there's, it seems like there's going to be some underlining things that we don't really know about that he's been dealing with. It might be a side that he doesn't want public, but might be public or might be alluded to I'm just guessing and listen I will say on on another lighter note Brody has not changed in the way he looks and I am thankful he is fine he is very attractive god bless anyway and so next we, and well, I say next, but again, I was trying to write down notes, you guys. And then, ah, it's so much, it's so much, it's so much. Um, also, it's also evident too, going back to Heidi and Spencer, that Heidi has a type, has, has anxiety about leaving Gunner. I think they've been very much in their own world, as we, a lot of us know, because they've isolated themselves over the last few years. But I don't care how I feel about Heidi and Spencer. I understand that Heidi has anxiety because of leaving her child. Like I, I can't imagine, I can't imagine having a human being that you're supposed to care for and like 
thinking you're going to go somewhere and do things and party. I just, so I, I understand. I empathized with Heidi. I need my angel wings. Um, so then Heidi and also looks like Heidi and Caitlin might be the new drama that has that that comes about because it seems as though according to Spencer that when Caitlin and Brody started dating like Caitlin really didn't make an attempt to get to know Heidi which okay and he they've been isolated and I was like that's weird it's like I've never seen a couple become so isolated from friends before it's like this is brand new I don't this is shocking it's like it's never happened before with this group of people on a show that came on 10 years ago that two people start dating and then they become isolated in their own world it's wow I that's new I've I've never I've never understood that to ever happen before crazy anyway so we eventually then I'm just now I'm just now kind of in my head talking about people we are that that come up on the scene so we finally get to meet Brandon Lee Brandon Lee is connected within the group because of Brody he's been friends with Brody for a while and I guess it has to be that kind of celebrity circle because Brody and Brandon are about 10 years apart so other so it must be kind of connected because like maybe Kendall knew Brandon or something I don't know or or I don't know but anyway Brody and Brandon were friends and Brandon is the son of Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee now I will say before she made her appearance on the show that I kind of was like okay whatever with Pamela Anderson I was at that weird age where I was too young to really care who she was and by the time I was old enough to care it like didn't matter because she was kind of I don't want to say fading but she was she was backing out of the spotlight so the only thing I really knew about her other than Baywatch was a tape that I (laughs) is none of my business I've ever seen um it also pointed out and this is where Pamela Anderson became queen that she moved to France because the day Trump got elected she was like peace out I have to say, I completely understand. And if I had the funds, I'd move to France too. Like I would be out so quick. But here we are. So Pamela Anderson, Pam Anderson comes over to see Brandon's house for the first time. They haven't talked because of course, or they hadn't seen each other for a while because of course she lives in France now. And and it's a really nice house. She's being a mom going through the kitchen like, oh, what's in your pantry? Why do you have all this stuff? It's kind of a cute moment. Um, he said he wasn't affected by his parents splitting up, that they still do care about each other, which is nice. It's good to know that he's not like traumatized or anything by it. But him and his dad aren't really talking right now. They haven't really spoke. So I'm sure we'll find out why in that drama later. But she comes in, and it's it's kind of interesting to see Pamela Anderson now. She's she's a little bit more toned down. She's more covered up. Um, she looks like I mean, she literally looks like someone's mom now. He Brandon also talks about not kind of shutting down when people would ask who his parents were. Um, 
he would try to be very vague about it and then it was like oh she wasn't she used to be an actress she used to be on Baywatch oh she used to be you know this person um but we see that Pam Anderson starts saging the home (laughs) then she like tries to sage in between like his legs it's like this weird weird mom thing and he's like what are you doing and then she like runs around the house with like the sage it was a really cute moment I was I was actually really excited to see him to see her and uh, Brandon interact with each other. So I liked them a lot. And then we pan to someone arriving in a car who is Queen Stephanie. I call her Queen because I want to give her all the positive affirmations, all of the the greatness, the great words spoken to her because homegirl's gonna go through it. But she calls Frankie and you can tell she's been in London for a really long time because she has she's adapted the accent. And I know a lot of people are going to say it's fake, but one of my friends got married, moved to moved to England. She actually lives in Bristol now with her husband. And I saw her over over Christmas break. And you definitely do pick up that accent. So it's it's really funny to hear her accent also. She was on Made in Chelsea, which is, which I mentioned before, which is basically like the hills, but in Chelsea, England, Chelsea, London, the area of London that's very, very posh and very sophisticated and rich. Girl, a place I'm not going to. Anyway, if you have Hulu, I believe she's on in seasons five and six, seven and eight, maybe. But I actually really, really liked her when I saw her in Made in Chelsea, so... Anyway, all that to say is she's lived in London. She's coming back and she basically says she tries to run away from her problems. But when she comes back, she has to face them. The problems are Stephanie and uh, not Stephanie, I'm sorry, are Spencer and Heidi, the relationship with her family, etc. So we are at... So yes, yeah, so Stephanie eventually meets up with Audrina, and Audrina again, they're they're meeting up for drinks. Audrina is talking a little bit more about Corey, her ex-husband, and how she didn't see herself being a single parent and divorced at 33, which is so crazy because I'm 33 as well, so I can only imagine that you would think that. Um, and so they have a moment together, and then... It, Oh, then, then Andrina talks to, uh, has a conversation with Justin Bobby. So we hear about Justin Bobby and Justin, you guys, I love Justin Bobby. I do. So I don't say this against Justin Bobby. I can't take another Audrina Justin situation. I can't do it. I can't do it. Y'all, I can't. I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. It's not, I can't do it. I don't know what I'm going to do if they play on this whole thing about Justin and Audrina. I can't do it. I will sue MTV. Do not waste my hour with a Justin and Audrina storyline, please. Because it's not going to work. It's not going to happen. And that's okay. It doesn't need to, you know? So anyway, just FYI, that's that's coming up. But we will see Justin eventually. Um, so they're supposed to, anyway, they're supposed to have dinner that night. Meanwhile, we get an intro to uh, Misha Barton, 
Misha Barton, who played Marissa Cooper on The O.C., she's she talks about how she was she put her trust in people and people had betrayed her she's driving to meet stephanie at the beach and they're talking and they're just kind of talking about what made them come back you can also very much tell that the hills is the hills was set up to bring them back together like they wouldn't be in la if they weren't doing the hills like which is very interesting to me, but at least it's right out the gate and honest about why they're even together again. So anyway, so Misha and Stephanie are meeting at the beach and they're talking and Misha Barton talks about how it talks about Perez Hilton. And if you remember Perez Hilton early 2000s he was a terrible terrible awful no good human being on his blog he would out people he would draw disgusting things on like celebrities faces he was just a vile creature on his blog and he says he's nicer now whatever I'm with Misha on this like what he did I know that people are public figures and I know that people are going to talk but they're going to talk about you and and I get it you kind of have to pick and choose your battles but at the same time I feel like Perez Hilton always took it that step that was too far and unfortunately with public figures they can't do anything about it unless it really does cost them their livelihood and it's a whole bunch of money there's just a lot of stuff that goes into it so you have to just kind of ignore it but that can get to you so I can I can really I can understand and empathize with Misha Barton on this. And then she talked about how she was dating someone and and she trusted him. She fell in love with him. And it turned out that he had videotaped a bunch of stuff about him or about her. And, and there were like secret videos of her taking a shower or walking around naked or just stuff that was very intimate that wasn't meant to be public. And then he was threatening to release it to the public. And revenge porn is already a very horrific disgusting thing anyway if you decide with your partner that you're going to have an intimate tape you're going to do whatever you're going to send them intimate pictures and that person on the receiving end decides to quote unquote expose you but the fact that from understanding Misha's conversation with Stephanie is that some of the stuff she didn't even know was happening until like it was too late. So you can't even use the argument that she shouldn't have taken these photos or done these videos. She didn't even know that these videos were being taken. So anyway, so she had to go away. She's been in upstate New York and she's back in town. She talks, she said that she was on Spencer's and Heidi's podcast and that Perez Hilton apologized. And so now Perez, now Spencer and Heidi are trying to cook up this thing with Perez to kind of keep him involved in the drama. And honestly, no one wants that. No one needs that. Just keep your butt at home with your kids and just don't. We don't, the majority of us do not like you, but we'll see what happens next week because ooh child. <sighs> okay. So, <laughs> so then we go to dinner to the spot where Justin and Audrina are going to meet up. And in walks just 
just Justin Bobby and he has on combat boots, which makes it great. Look, clean slate with Justin Bobby in the fact that 10 years ago was 10 years ago. And we are talking about now. And this man has not aged. This man is 37, doesn't look it. He, his skin is, he looks a little, like he doesn't, he was never fat, but like he looks a little bit more chiseled in the face, you know? His eyes are gorgeous. I don't know if they're contacts. I don't know if they're real. And I just, you know, maybe because he got rid of the F boy, you know, so his eyes are glowing better. I don't know, but the man looks good, you know? Just the the man so famous, he needs two names. God bless. So Justin Bobby walks in and him and Audrina are talking and he's kind of, it's kind of like this flirty thing. And again, sigh, a groan, sounds of annoyance. I do not want a Justin and Audrina line. I don't want it. I don't need it. We don't need it. We are good without it. I want them to be good friends. I want, that's what I want with them, but I don't. We don't need to rehash this MTV. We don't need this to happen again. Now, if it happens authentically and it happens organically and it's not a storyline and it's just something that just is, then I can forgive it. But I don't think that's happening. So no to the Audrina and Justin storyline. But anyway, anyway, they're talking at dinner and they're talking about, um, kind of just stuff that she's been going through and she doesn't really know and all this stuff. And she says that she kind of rushed into the marriage quickly that her and Justin hadn't talked in about seven years because of her being with Corey, which makes, makes some sense. You don't want to keep having communication with somebody you were dating, but also it seems like it was a toxic relationship with her and Corey. So there's also that factor to add in. Um, at the end of it, you know, he was like, I want to see what, basically he's trying to leave these little hints, like, you know, maybe we can start something again. And I'm like, Justin, just leave it, leave it alone. Leave it alone for my sake. Just be single. Not because I want you to myself, which I'm not going to be mad at, but we can't, we can't relive it anyway. So they end, they cheers on, you know, friend. And then that's that. So the next day, Caitlin meets up with Caitlin and Audrina meet up and they're talking and they're talking about how Audrina and Caitlin um, have known each other or Audrina's talking about how Caitlin has really tamed down Brody and that Brody was like this big partier and this big drinker, which is a shock to no one um, and how Caitlin's really tamed him and calmed him down. Um, meanwhile, we have the spinoff that I'm fighting for, which is just Justin and Brody surfing and they're talking. And listen, all I need is just Justin, Bobby and Brody in a scene together all the time. It'll cure my like astigmatism. It'll help my depression go away. My anxiety will float off. I will be at my ideal weight. That's all I need in life. You know, it's just Justin, Bobby and Brody in the same scene surfing. That's it. So anyway, they talk about Brody and Justin talk about uh, meeting up with Audrina the night before. And Brody says, you know, he's like, y'all are in love. Why don't y'all just marry each other? And Justin kind of like, (laughs) so. (laughs) So 
So then we get to, um, basically, there's kind of some chit-chat that happens. Nothing major. And you guys, I'm trying to keep this under an hour. We're good so far. Um, And so then we get to uh, everybody getting ready to go to this party for Stephanie. And Spencer and Heidi reveal that they invited Perez Hilton to go to this party. Um, and, and so they kind of start doing the, the closing credits and everybody starts to arrive and, oh, and of course, again, I, I'm sure it's mentioned before and I'm going to say it again, that of course we all know that Stephanie, this is Stephanie's party, Spencer and Heidi are coming or going, but we all know that there's this tension because Spencer feels like. Stephanie had just ran her mouth and just talked crap about them in the press. I think there's more to it. I personally do not believe that Stephanie just randomly woke up and said, I'm going to talk ish about my brother because that's her brother. She, as she mentioned, they used to be really tight and now they're not anymore. And so we are left with everybody going to this party. And that pretty much wraps up the first episode of The Hills New Beginnings. Now, there are some things we need to talk about. One, there is no Jason and there's no Ashley. And for one, I'm pissed about it. But hopefully, we get to see them next week because I will I will I will go to MTV's office and do like $6 worth of damage if we don't see Jason and Ashley. You could not tell me that 10 years ago, 12 years ago, that I would want to see Jason Waller on my screen again on the hills. But knowing that they talk about going through sobriety and everything else, I want to see that story. I want to see that change. I want to see how Jason improved himself as a person. I am one of those weird people that's like, I'm going to root for you. So I want to see that. I need to see that. It's important if you want me to keep watching the show, because I swear on everything, if we do a whole Justin and Audrina thing all season, I'm going to be pissed. Anyway, uh, they showed what's supposed to happen on the season. Spencer, Stephanie was like, you know, tell Spencer, you know, you're my family. And Spencer's like, I'm not your family or you're not my family. And I'm just like, oh, so we're going back to this again. There's... Perez and Misha go head to head. This is supposed to happen next week, by the way. They go head to head and they, he keeps saying, you know, I swear on my kids that I would do it all over. You know, I, I regret doing that. And Misha's like, really, really, you regret doing that? And I'm like, girl, you better stick up for yourself. It's what you deserve. And then he gets mad and he wants to start yelling in Misha's face. And I was like, listen, this is why black people ain't on the hills. Because if I were on the hills and I saw this little who from Whoville yelling in Misha Barton in her face, like it would have been a wrap. It would have been a wrap. They would have been like, you have to get off the show, ma'am. So that's going to be interesting to see. But I'm very team Misha Barton on this one because... Again, like Perez Hilton can say he's sorry for all the crap that he said and all of the stuff that he's done, but what's done is done. When you out somebody, you can't just say sorry and like try to take it back. Like you can't, some of the stuff that he's done, it's really disgusting. I don't even want to keep talking. The fact that I have to bring him up on this show because he's on it is just disgusting. 
But anyway, um, so there's that. And then we do see Ashley. So Ashley does, I guess, make an appearance next week, which I'm so excited about, which means Jason's making an appearance. And again, so, so excited about, um, and then we, so it looks like they're setting up this thing that there was a rumor that Stephanie and Justin hooked up like 10 years ago, but according to Stephanie's Instagram stories, that's not the case, but it might be the case. So I don't know, but we are not doing this. Dino from season four, you need to stay in season four. We are not doing this whole thing of somebody hooking up with Audrina's whoever, because Audrina, y'all weren't dating anyway. So what even is the point? You see why we don't need another Justin, Bobby, Audrina situation. And Justin looks over it and I'm over it. So really together we are over it. We can be the couple that's over it. I didn't mean couple, couple. I just meant like the people, like two people as a couple, but not like a couple. Anyway, there's going to be a lot that happens. Oh, and then like Brody and Caitlin, Something happens and Brody talks about they're in an open relationship or something. The way they have the previews, it's not really a good look on Brody and Caitlyn's marriage, which actually breaks my heart because I really want them to be good and I want them to be solid. I'm going to, I'm going to keep my mouth closed right now about what I think Brody might be going through with some things because I don't know him like that and I don't want to play armchair psychiatrist on something I just saw a tiny clip on and I haven't been following them on social media until like a month ago so honestly I don't know but all that to say is um you know I don't I still don't know how I feel about this season I will say that Misha Barton is someone that I, I am rooting for just kind of in life. I don't know what she wants to do with her life. I don't know if she wants to be an actress anymore or what her plans are, but I want her to be successful. I want her to be happy to be around the right people. I'm still rooting for Stephanie. I know she's going to be that firecracker. I know she's going to be, you know, starting some stuff, but I don't think it's her starting stuff as much as she just doesn't take crap from people. And I'm up team. Don't take crap from nobody. So I'm here for it. I want to see more about Jason and Ashley. I want to know how his sobriety, you know, how he's doing with his sobriety, what that looks like. I want him to tell his story because I am really happy he's able to and he has a platform to do it. So, of course, I'm always going to root for someone to tell and share their story as well. You know, bro, uh, Spencer and Heidi just seem like they haven't changed and I'm not here to care for it. Though it does look like she's going to be performing and I'm I'm going to be putting some stuff on mute. So uh, Brody and, and Brandon have a discussion at a beach and Brandon looks like he's telling it like it is. So Brandon's becoming a slow favorite. Now he's young and I, I don't know how young he is. I mean, he's legal young, so it's okay. I feel like to say that I think he's attractive and not like be handcuffed, but you know, I, 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 I'm a little nervous because I want to be like, Hey, Brandon's really hot, but if he's under 30, which I think he is, and it's kind of weird for me. Um, Whitney, I don't feel like we're going to get a lot, a lot of story from, I think she'll be kind of a, 
not second tier. I don't like putting people in tiers, but I think she'll be kind of like a supporting, she'll be more supporting. She'll probably be like a receiving end of some drama, which actually she is. She was on a podcast talking about how Spencer and Heidi told them to block their number or something like that, block their number and don't, and don't call them anymore, whatever, uh, because of addressing a situation with Stephanie and there is just some family issues. I think people were just trying to look out for both of them and say, hey, patch it up. And, you know, they're just so hard-headed and evil and so desperate to be famous again. It's actually pretty pathetic. And yet here I am talking about them. So I don't know. Maybe they are the real winners here. Y'all, my mind hasn't changed yet. I still don't. I still don't know how I feel about this being a series that picks up season two. You know, I don't know if it'll last a long time, but this is, this is an interesting start. So, oh God, that, that's it. That's season, that's the new season of The Hills New Beginnings. The after show, which came on afterward, pretty much just highlights everything that I have made my comments on. There's further proof about Stephanie and Spencer's um, you know, a relationship, uh, lack of, if you will. Gunner is still adorable, so that helps. I'm not here for Justin, Bobby, or Audrina being together. Mm, that's that's pretty much it. So, yeah, I will recap season two, season two, episode two of this season where we see the who from whoville blogger get in misha barton's face but misha barton looks like she she's ready to knock up your book so i'm excited she might become a favorite i'm actually have to start watching the oc now you know because i didn't before anyway so that's it on 512 fm for those of you who are also interested in things about branding current events etc i will be dropping a podcast on thursday so look out for that. I'm going to try to have episodes, recaps of The Hills New Beginnings, though, on Tuesdays because I got to do it while it's fresh on the noggin. Your girl is old, even though I'm 33, but your girl is old. So that's it. Have a great one. Be kind to everybody, et cetera, et cetera. And I will talk with you guys next week.